you just to um, perhaps say some words. The first one is the item where you're looking to consider combining the chair and the mayor role. I cannot see any reason why that should not form part of an improvement in the governance process. Uh, no one person can stand safe, as an example, more than once in any four-year period. Uh, that person who is ultimately the chair of the council, stroke mayor, does not sit on any other committee for uh, governance reasons so that they can at least have an attempt to correct anything that may uh, go astray or certainly question why decisions have been made. Uh, I would also add uh, that it is worth, if you are going to rewrite the standing orders in some way, to consider adding that if any vote of no confidence is, is uh, undertaken and the person loses, that that person should have to step down immediately uh, to avoid uh, perhaps uh, unsavoury on, on actions by uh, Facebook or others. And it's just a very clear cut, very easily understood uh, action. Uh, the second item is grants. And as we know that last year, we strayed into the area that perhaps we shouldn't do with an idea where as, as of yet, nobody has actually explained who tabled that motion. However, uh, in relation to what you've put on the agenda this year, I would like to say that the policy should be adhered to rigorously. It should have minutes taken so that everybody can understand exactly what has gone on. Ideally, I would like to see the public being present, but if generally the public cannot be present, an independent observer, given last year's uh, debacle, uh, should be present to at least uh, make sure that there is an element of fairness and adherence to, to the process. And as we know, that strayed into misuse of public funds and potentially into uh, misconduct in the public office, which I appreciate as strong words, but they are my, my feelings and I would like the council to consider them and try and avoid getting themselves into the position that they were last year. Um, as there are a number of councillors here, I would like to ask them to consider wisely who they vote for as chair when that comes up in May. And um, thank you very much for taking the time to listen to me again. Thank you, Mr. Parkin. Um, moving on then to 201, minutes of the meeting held on the 22nd of February. Anybody uh, have any problems with those? We're happy to accept them. Phil, you're on mute. Yet again, we've been asking for all minutes that we get to have an action um, table at the bottom detailing who's going to do what, when, and, and by when, etc. And it's not appearing. Um, so I'm not happy to accept these minutes or any others until that does start to appear. Okay. Can, can I just remind you, though, that um, we have requirements now. We can't just put tables in documents because of the... Um, the accessibility website accessibility for people with disabilities so joe can't just put a table in there she has to find a way of doing it that doesn't involve a uh, table format but i mean th these minutes were done way back in february so i think joe has sort of taken that on board and is looking at ways of dealing with it ryan and the minutes i believe are true and accurate uh, i would like to move the minutes please okay but I would like to note that we, we would like uh, a table of actions to follow in future minutes. So I'm not actually sure 
Um, I think we did agree in that meeting, so I, I would expect from tonight's, because obviously it was agreed in, in mm. that last PPNR meeting, so I wasn't expecting their meetings to have the table, to be honest, but going forward where possible, if we can. Yeah, yeah Joe, Joe has got on board to find a way of doing it without creating the uh, disability access on the website. So Ryan's uh, proposing them, Caroline. Uh, you're on mute. Sorry, Judith, I don't really understand what you mean about disability and a table. A table is just a formatting in Word. Well, I'm sure Joe can explain it better than I can because Joe's done the training. But we have got legal requirements now with regard to making websites more accessible for people with um, presumably visual disabilities. I'm not sure, Joe. Do you want well, to add anything? But this is format. This isn't a website. This is formatting of a document, which is a Word document, and will make it actually clearer for people to see the actions that have arisen at, from that meeting and the deadlines and whose who's action it is against. It's going to be so much easier for the public. Joe, do you want to? Yeah, there's no problem putting a table of actions at the end of the minutes. Absolutely no problem at all. Uh, what I can't do is put you on the table of actions at the minutes, what the outcome was, because there hasn't been an outcome since I wrote the minutes, but that can be an action for the following meeting. Okay, thanks, Joe. Um, so, is, oh, well, I'm happy to second the minutes. Is it everybody who, who accepts the minutes? Then? Can we take a vote, please? One, two, three, there you go, four. Can you state your names as to who accepts the minutes? Okay. Uh, me, Judith Critchley, Bill Stockton, Donna, Don Donna Critchley, <laughs> and Ryan. Okay. Phil? Phil wasn't voting. You weren't voting to accept the minutes, were you, Phil? No, no. no. Okay, thank you. Okay. Um, agenda item 202, finance. To note the finance report pack. We've all had this. Uh, Caroline? I actually raised an issue this afternoon um, because I noticed that we've yet again paid for additional keys for the allotments, um, which I don't understand because to my reckoning now, <clears throat> Northwich Town Council have had three sets of keys and I don't understand why so many sets of keys are needed for the allotments. Joe, I have responded to your email, Caroline, and there's an extra set of keys for the allotments which I asked Northwich Town Council to cut so that we had a spare set in the office at Castle Park House. Yeah, but that only, that's only two. I mean, why do you need a set? I mean, because, you know, to be honest with you, the allotments aren't, they're ours, but, you know, I mean, I wouldn't dream of going to the allotments, um, you know, because these people take quite... I mean, I would always notify the allotment holders if I was going to visit and I would expect one of the allotment holders to be there to let me in. Joe? As part of due diligence, I checked to see that reports have been carried out on the allotments 
and therefore need a set of keys to be get, get into the meters, to get into the locks, to get into the allotments, to check that work's been carried out. Well, I also need a set of keys in case we have a new tenant so that I can provide the keys to the new tenant. Yeah. Phil? Um, why didn't Oswich Town Council need a set of keys? Joe? Because they do an allotment inspection every month. Again, why? It's not required. I've got no further comment. I can only state what happens right now. I, I think, I mean, in, in the past, um, if there are people who are not looking after their allotment, then we need access. And we as councillors do an annual inspection. Can we put your court? It's not an annual inspection. These allotments are absolutely spotless. These guys have great pride in their allotments. We go not for an inspection. We go as a visit to see how well they're doing. Please, can we not call it an inspection? It sounds as if we're going in and, um, you know, like with the big stick. And it isn't like that. We're going to see the kind of things that they've grown. Well, I mean, going back to earlier years when I've been around on the annual allotment check, whatever you want to call it. It's a visit, Judith. It's a visit. visit. We're, we're, we're actually invited by them to go and have a look. But last time I went on, we couldn't get into the Ashton Drive one because no, no allotment holder was there. Um, we've been to London Road and, and had problems there with allotments that are not being looked after. And also at the, uh, the Church Fields one. But they will tell, the allotment holders will tell us if there is an issue. I mean, these people don't go, don't, they're paying money to look after and they're very proud of their allotments. Okay, well... Joe has a, a spare set of keys now, and uh, as she said, she needs access to meters and what have you. So, what, what meters does she need access to? Well, presume the water meter at uh, Ashton Drive, and will there presume there'll be a water has meter? She, has she been to the water meter? Well, Caroline, there's little point in us carrying on with this conversation. Joe has a set of keys. And that means that as a council, we can have access as and when we need. Um, you know, I just what, don't see why we need access. I think it's I, I think it's an infringement on their privacy. They pay us a rent, and if there's an issue, they will come to us. Well, we we can't get a refund on the keys now, Joe. It's an area of land owned by Frodsham Town Council. Each of those allotments and the town council needs to be able to get access. Yeah. Each of the gates are locked, the meters are locked, there needs to be a set of keys so that the council can access if need be. Yeah. And as, as you said, if you want to take new potential allotment holders around, you need to be able to get in to show them. Okay. So, Going back then, apart from the, that one item that Caroline has queried, has anybody got any other issues on the finance reports pack? Just, just one chair. Um, I missed it on there, £90 for the Queen's Head. Uh, that cheque still hasn't been banked, so because we've only just opened. I did raise it with Liz, so it may fall into the next financial year, but that is, um, as it, it's been issued probably by Liz, it's just my delay in banking it while we've been shut. So it okay. might um, 
it, the, the actual payment will roll over into the next financial year now. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yes. Thank you. It'll, it'll be a, an accrual for the next year, so it will roll over into the next year's bank accounts. Thank you. Okay. Um, so, are we happy to approve and sign the report? You want to vote on this, Joe? Uh, if you could all hold your hands up to uh, approve. Bernie? Yeah, Bernie. You're, you're, that. <laughs> you're muted, Bernie. So I think that was all of us apart from Bernie. I'm not on the committee, Judith. Oh, sorry. Thank you. And then what's next? Uh, to note the arrangements for closing the 2021 accounts. Are those included in the reports pack, Joe? No, they're not. The accounts are going to be closed off on the 3rd of June. Right. Okay. Okay, so we're, we're all happy with that. Um, yeah. 203 annual return to note the date set for the period for the exercise of public rights on Monday the 14th of June to Friday the 23rd of July. Are we going to have any problems with this, Joe, now that we don't have the ground floor? No, we won't. Okay. Sorry, um, can I just ask? I, I'm waving my hand here. Sorry. Uh, can, we will see the accounts before they're closed off on the 3rd of June. Absolutely, yes, yes. So they will be produced for the next main town council meeting. Absolutely, along with the interim uh, audit carried out by JDH Business Services and the year-end report. Okay, and then the um, to note the submission deadline for receipt of the approved agar on docs Friday the second of July. That that's a legal requirement. We have to meet that deadline, don't we? Okay, 204 asset register to note that the old um, speed indicator device has been returned to us. It's no longer functional and Joe needs to take it off the asset register. Everybody happy with that? Yeah. Bill? I, I'm happy with it. Yeah. I just have a comment. Would it be a good idea if that's not... Uh, jumping the agenda that we replaced it presumably it was good piece of equipment in the past and presumably we need it for the future we bought one haven't we Didn't we buy something yeah ah okay so we we do have one then yeah yeah oh, thank you we, we provided one recently for the uh, community speed watch team to use yes indeed you do we we actually bought that one second hand bill from Adlington many years ago because it came up for sale. I mean, I don't know whether it has any value whatsoever, but it needs to be disposed of in a responsible way. Absolutely. Yeah. Where will it be disposed of, please? Don't know whether Joe's got that far yet. Joe? Uh, it will be disposed on the facility that we've got at uh, Castle Park House for 
disposal of waste. Okay, thanks, Joe. So, sorry, what, what, who, who is that? When you say that, what, what is that? Uh, if you if you go down the side of Castle Park House, you'll see that there are two very big bins, which are locked bins, where Cheshire West and Chester collect the bins depending what the waste is. So the paper goes in one. The it's just like your normal recycling. Well, could I say that I don't think a, a speed camera should be put in there? Could we not ask the police as to where they dispose of theirs, please? I don't think it's working, Caroline, is it? I think that's why it was... Know, it doesn't matter. Somebody could take it out of the bin and use it. It doesn't have to record. They could use it on, on a road. A lot. There must be an official way of getting rid of these pieces of equipment. Joe. Not sure what you want me to do with it. I'll store it in the office until such time as you make that decision. Could you not ask the police, please, how they dispose of theirs? The police have handed it into the office and said, here it goes. It doesn't work anymore. Dispose. No, but, but have you asked the question? They've returned it to us because it was ours. But what you need to understand is where do they dispose of theirs? Because there's probably an official route. Okay, Donna, you wanted to say something? Okay, um, if you like, Joe, as you're, you're not around this week, um, I'll, um, I'll check with um, Neil Flanagan and see if he can advise us on it. Is that okay? Thank you. It's on the desk in the office. Yeah, it's not desperately urgent. I'll, I'll let you know when you get back off leave. Thank you. But we're happy. We're all happy for it to be removed from the asset register. Yes, yeah. Right, um, agenda item 205, we've got a few things on here. Um, so 205A, as from the uh, 7th of May, we can't hold virtual meetings anymore. That's mm. really just for us to note that. And that uh, I think only applies to proper council meetings and committee meetings. I presume we could still use Zoom for working group meetings if we yes. chose to. Right, to receive a report from Councillor Griffiths on virtual meeting policy. Well, it's, um, yeah, kind of redundant now, isn't it? I should say, if uh, if it was, that would the one we've already written it, so it's there if we need to resurrect it, simple as yeah. that. Well, it, it's useful, even if we only use it for working group meetings or something yeah. like that, yeah. Right, the next one. Um, Joe, you're going to report in our meeting with um, Pastor Wintel at uh, Main Street Community Church. Yeah, I don't know whether anybody else, uh, Ryan, you attended that meeting, Julie, until yeah. you attended the meeting. So it's just really to note those reports, the report that we had with Pastor Wintel and oh. the potential of usage of the um, community church for those future meetings and whether whether, well, I suppose it goes on to the next item, really, to approve the use of the community church for physical meetings now that we can no longer meet in Castle Park House. Caroline? Yeah, do you think you could please give us, those of us who weren't present, um, which is probably only myself, I don't know whether Donna, 
um, what you actually did on the visit. I mean, it would have been nice to see a report, how much it is, what there the were, kind of space is. There were only the, the committee chairs that were invited, Ryan, Phil and myself. Um, well, that's what I'm saying. You know, you're saying that there's a report. I, I mean, there is no report. I can't see a report. So well, we receive report. a report of the findings of a meeting held with... Yeah, Joe. Paul. The report is that it is a suitable venue for meetings. Yeah, it's a, it's a good sized room. We thought the only concerns we have is if a large number of uh, members of the public want to turn up at the May meeting. Um, you know, because it, it, you know, because of social distancing. Once that presumably goes in June, it will be less of an issue. Uh, but it's big and how much is it? I mean, you know, presumably we're going to have to have a fee. And then I did notice in the notes that the town clerk was looking into, um, because some people will still want to be on Zoom or on some, um, well, I, th I think it's so that we can have the audio um, recordings and those kind of things. So the practicalities of what's going to happen. Okay, uh, Bernie, did you want to speak before we answer? Have we actually looked at any other sites, rooms, anything, or have we just looked at the one? We started off considering the that church on Main Street and Andrew Emerson's church up in Overton. Um, I don't know how far Joe got talking to Andrew Emerson, but it, the, the Tin Church is quite a good size and a good location fairly central for everybody. So, we, you know, we haven't gone further than that. Uh, Phil? Uh, just to reiterate Caroline's question, um, how much are we going to be paying to the church? I mean, I'm not really that bothered. It's been nice to know how much the fees are going to be. Uh, I think it was considerably cheaper than we would be paying um, Angora. Joe, can you remember the figures that were quoted? Yes, all the church want to do is recover their fees. They're not looking to make any money from it. And I think they estimated that uh, £24 an hour would cover their costs. Yeah. And Ancora wanted to charge us... 35 Sounds more than reasonable to me. Yeah. I think we should up it a bit, to be honest. Has the Wi-Fi and everything been considered? Is that all...? Yeah, they've got good Wi-Fi. Joe. Uh, that's our next point on the agenda. All right. To look at the video equipment and what we need to do with that. But certainly the audio equipment that we've currently got will work absolutely adequately in that room like it did uh, post-COVID February 2020. Mm. <laughs> okay. Right. Um, yes, uh, we were asking um, Joe and Liz to look at all of the IT arrangements. Um, we did consider whether, you know, if we had a lot of members of the public that wanted to attend, whether we could do, you know, live stream the meeting to them so that the public are remote, but we're at the meeting. I don't know whether we got any further with that, did we, Joe? We've kind of got a restriction on how many people we can have in that building, and it's 28 safely distanced. So 
I do believe we would need to still op offer an opportunity for members of the public to attend via Zoom. Yeah. And is that possible? Ryan. I think what we agreed coming out of the meeting that I, Judith is just right that um, Liz was going to speak to Andrew Emerson because he was very tech savvy in yeah. how if a councillor still wished to join the meeting via Zoom, for example, a councillor that may not have had both of their vaccinations and didn't feel comfortable uh, being in that sort of enclosed environment. Um, but also, as Joe said, to allow members of the public to dial in via Zoom. Uh, I suppose in the same way that when you watch Prime Minister's questions and you see MPs and, and, and people asking questions via video conferencing, uh, whether we could do something in that sort of hybrid way. Uh, and Liz was going to speak to Andrew about that because he was very... Um, He's very up on technology and the ways in the way what sort of equipment we would need mm. uh, and she was going to explore some costs but I, i'm guessing this hasn't had time because it isn't that long since since we met no no uh, caroline so when are we planning on having our next is, is this going to be after the 7th of may yes it's towards well it's our normal sort of meeting so will that be where the town meeting will be as well? That's what we said. Yeah. But it would have been nice to have had a report back, you know, because we've 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 heard nothing. The people that didn't attend that, you know, we're, we're we've we've got we've heard nothing about no feedback from it. It would have been nice to have received a report from the town clerk about the visit, who attended, how much it was going to be, the situation with the video. <clears throat> I mean, uh, Andrew. I, I mean, I. I see Andrew twice a week and he is, he's very techie savvy. Um, but again, you know, we didn't need to check all these things out before we actually confirm that we can go there. 24th of May, the meeting will be. So we've got a month, haven't we? Four weeks. And are we restricted on certain days? Because I know that there are, you know, activities in the church. Uh, Bill and then Joe. It's just a question. I assume that the £25 uh, per hour, I think it was, is okay with everyone. So that issue is okay. Mm -hmm. And I assume we've got the technical expertise to be able to get the audio and video, yeah. et cetera, et cetera. And therefore, it's just a question of if we need a report, just just write a couple of notes of what we thought the objective was, um, what we're proposing, and letting the people know that's what we're going to do and do it in good time. Um, is that reasonable? Yeah. At, at the time we had the meeting, we were very conscious of keeping the numbers low so that we could socially distance in the church and have the discussion. That's why it was limited just chairs and Joe and Liz. Joe, do you want to add anything to that? Only that uh, your next point, 205D, is to approve the use of community, the, the tin church, sorry, I'm <laughs> saying that wrong, for uh, meetings, and then uh, point E, to de delegate authority to make appropriate IT arrangements to 
enable this to happen. Yeah. I, I think it's very clear that what we want to do is achievable. It's just making sure that we've got the right people with the right expertise and the right equipment for us to do it. Bill? I would um, propose that we expect, we accept the proposal of going to the church as you've just described it. Thanks, Bill. So we've got someone to, Ryan second in it. All those in favour? I just ask a question, can we have this in writing? I, I'm just very conscious we're, we're going to be going to a new venue um, and there are still questions. And if the, you know, the, the IT is not sufficient for what we need, we might have to look at another venue. And I, I just feel as if we're making a decision on nothing. I, I've got no evidence of what we're making the decision on. Well, I, I think that those of us that were present at the meeting were pretty satisfied and we don't have any real concerns that we, uh, we won't be able to achieve what we want to do. I don't know that there's another venue that would be any better. Ryan and Phil. I think, you know, what we're talking about here, Caroline, is basically setting up a computer with a Wi-Fi connection so that the public can see what is going on in the church. And then that would have Zoom running in the background so that, let's say, for argument's sake, Ian Parkin wants to address the council meeting on that evening. There would then be a smaller screen so that we councillors could then see Ian Parkin communicating with us. There isn't a, a massive deal of technology involved. It would probably just be a few strategically placed microphones around the room as well. Um, so that they were Do you not need a screen as well so that you could actually see him? I mean, because I've used this kind of technology um, from yeah. Tarvin um, and you need something fairly substantial so that you can see one another. All of the councillors would be in, in the one room. We would only be looking at one member of the public at the time. So one camera would be filming everybody in the church. So... For example, the member of public addressing us would be able to see all of us as they can now. And then right. as they address us, they would pop up on our screen in the church. So, yes, we, we would need some sort of screen technology, which was already in place. But we, we would probably need, I, I would say the, um, the audio was more of a problem than the visual because we need microphones that aren't going to pick up every little tiny noise in the room and you know if, if two of us were to make a comment to each other we wouldn't want those comments to be then beamed out right across the room I guess so it would be down more to the audio but again this Liz was going to explore this with Andrew uh, the best way to go forward and okay, take can I just remind you all as well that we're probably only going to have to do this from May once we get to June um we, we're legally obliged to have one meeting in May because we've got an election and we'll have new councillors. But after that, we don't need to meet again until, is it the 21st of June when social distancing and masks disappear? And then we're back to normal then. Um, and Where it, would we meet then? At the Tin Church. We're, we're looking at that as our permanent home because we can't use Castle Park. Uh, and if it, if it doesn't work there, then we can look for another location. Um, Bernie? I think we already got a screening that we use for planning in Castle Park. Where, where's that gone? That's just a pull-down thing, isn't it, for a projector? Yeah, is that 
Would that not work? Joe? There was a pull-down projector in Castle Park House, but the ground stairs of the building is now being converted to a school. Yeah, I realise that, but was that not... That facility is no longer available. Was the screen, did not the screen belong to FTC? No, it belonged to Cheshire West and it was screwed into the ceiling. Right, okay. The that, that was taken away. So in the interim, we had, if you remember, going back to July in the first uh, hybrid meeting, we had uh, a very nice screen, quite a big screen with a camera on it, and that was provided by Councillor Dawson. So that's no longer available. Right. We did, we did also discuss that a lot of the, if we did have to fork out money for any audio or visual, it could also be used for other events. So it wouldn't just sit in a storage room locked away gathering dust. It, would, it oh. could be used for things like Christmas festival, for post-COVID events. And, you know, we could hire it out to... Project Youth Association, if they were doing something or, you know, different things that it could be for community usage if needed as well. Mm -hmm. Sounds good. Right. Thank, thank you, Ryan. I appreciate you, you've given me some more detail. I, I, now, I now understand a little more of, of what has been... Uh, where have you gone to? Everybody's moved around. Um, I, I, I now understand that you know what what's been proposed. I mean, you know, because again, I I knew nothing of, of what the, what the visit entailed and uh, uh, of what had happened and what the proposal was. And as I say, normally we would submit a report because that's what we've always been encouraged to do. If you you know something's going to happen, we we're always told we've got to submit reports. So it would have been nice to have had a written report detailing what uh, what the proposal is. Right. Okay then. So we're we're happy with that. Um, do we need? We've voted on that, haven't we, Joe? So I, I just want to confirm: you've approved the use of community church, yeah, for face-to-face -face meetings, yeah, interim. Uh, what about the IT arrangements? I think we're happy to leave that. Five. To you we're and happy Liz. To leave that. Um, and and okay. consult whoever you need to consult, uh, Ryan. My answer: We delegate that to with Joe being on annual leave. Can we delegate that to Liz? Um, obviously, because we're gonna, we've only got four weeks, haven't we? And then we have, yeah. Um, can we ask Liz to maybe make those arrangements? That I think she was pretty tech savvy because she was, she yeah. was telling the no when um, you know, yeah. she knew what sort of things okay. we need. And so um, I'd yeah. be happy to take Liz's lead on that with Joe being on annual leave. Yeah, Caroline. <laughs> Could, yeah, could I just point, point out, Ryan, it, we're launching the Festival of Walks this weekend. So we have actually got, Liz has got a lot on yeah. because we've got a little bit behind with some of the techie stuff mm -hmm. for the Festival of Walks. So, so please, can we give... Well, I think this takes over everything else, really. So I think sorry? this has got to be a priority for Liz. Well, um, I'm sorry, the Festival of Walks is launched this weekend. And we've got we've we've had a few issues with the techie things. So, um, you know, presumably Liz has told you this. Um, so you know, we, we we really do need her to concentrate on this this week. We've got another meeting on Thursday to go through. I mean, we launched it last week, last Friday night with the poetry session. Carolina, do appreciate that. 
but we have a legal obligation to have a meeting in May, and that has got to be the council's priority. Joe? Sorry, Joe, did you want to say something? No, let Ryan go first. Okay, Ryan. If Liz is struggling for time, I'm happy to liaise with Andrew and report back with, with Joe being away, if, if that made things easier and get us to a resolution quicker. Thank, um, you. Thank you very much indeed, Ryan. I appreciate that. Joe? I know Liz will be more than happy to uh, deal with this and liaise with Ryan. That's great. Thank, Thank you. Thank you. Right. Um, Thanks, Brian. Next one. Um, schedule of meetings. Uh, this really should be approved at full council. I'm not sure that we can approve it. I'm just concerned that time's getting on and we need to approve this schedule. Yeah. Okay. Well, my only concern about that is, is increasing the number of amenities committee meetings now that we've got to pay for room hire and take up your time. I'm not sure that doubling the number of meetings is going to alleviate the amenities problems. Well, in the last few amenities um, committee meetings, we've had to um, have extra meetings because things haven't been right. And until they become more organised, we're going to need more, and especially around this time of year. Well, when we were at the Tin Church, though, Phil, we talked about doing more of this work as working groups so that you work out all the detail and then bring it to your committee. Because, I mean, what you've had what, seven meetings now to talk about the SLA. If we'd have just yeah, had a working group meeting in October, you could have cracked yeah, it. Well, they, they're still not right. We can't just say we're not going to have a meeting because, uh, you know, it's not done. We need the meetings to get the SLAs. Not, when everything is right, we could probably reduce the schedule, but as it is, they're not. We have scheduled another SLA meeting um, for next week as a working group, and that might well resolve a lot of the issues. Okay. I don't know. Donna? Uh, maybe just if, if you need to increase the schedules, schedule of amenities meetings, maybe you could alternate, do one Zoom, do one at the Tin Church. That's going to cut the costs down. We're not allowed to do we, Zoom meetings. We can't do Zoom meetings for committees. That's why I said... Work. Okay, well, well, yeah, okay, well, that's, that's back to maybe Zoom as, and do a lot more of the work as working groups then. But it's we just an idea. We, we can't because there are decisions that need to be made and bills that need to be signed off. And, and I understand that, Phil. I understand that. I'm just saying that obviously the, the full... the the official amenities meeting would take place in the tin church. That's yeah. all I'm saying. But some of the other work, obviously you can't do the official work, but some of the discussions and the research can be done as a working group. That's all I was saying. Okay. okay. Bill? Yeah. Um... I think you mentioned uh, the price of holding the meetings in the Tin Church. Um, if it needs another couple of meetings, maybe it's going to cost you £100, and I think it's worth doing, let's call it properly, um, to, to establish what the amenities organisation needs to do within itself and work with the town clerk to do that. If it's a question of spending £50 or spending £100, I'm sure we could spur that to do the work properly. 
It's not just renting the room, though. It's Joe's time. Joe's time doesn't cost because it's already in the cost model. Well, it means that Joe is working on amenities committee instead of getting on with her other work because the, the costings for Joe's salary are based on the number of meetings that we were expecting her to do. But we've added so many extra meetings. <coughs> well, if we were provided with the right paperwork at the right time, we might not need so many. Simple as. Well, what I've, I've picked up from meetings is that you're saying that you haven't got time to read the papers when you get them late, but you're also producing papers late. You're doing exactly what Joe was doing because there isn't enough time between meetings to do the groundwork, work your way through the issues. Ryan. I just propose that we accept this schedule and look to reduce it where possible when we feel that amenities is in a situation to reduce back down to bi-monthly. We've already saved one meeting by cancelling events in May, so that there's one meeting saved. Um, we may get to a point where we don't need planning every month um, if there's very little on there as well. So we can look to save meetings as and where, but I think we just need to move to accept that that is the schedule. Bernie? Yeah. Wouldn't it make more sense if we just had one amenities meeting and then if we needed another one, just say it's a working group and we could have that on Zoom? It's only changing the name, isn't it? Surely that would make more sense. Yeah. Joe? Uh, if you want to make decisions, you need to have a committee meeting. You can't do it through a working group. Yeah, I, I understand that, Joe. We, as a group of, of, of amenity like committee members, could we not say, well, one month we'll have a meeting of, of the amenities and then if we need it, we'll have a working group meeting so that we can then thrash out everything and then come back to the amenities meeting? Well, that's what I, I think is a sensible way, Bernie, because you have a lot more... Well, working groups are more relaxed, aren't they? And we can do it on Zoom as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then the have the committee meetings when you do need to make a decision. Caroline. We need to have the amenities meetings in the summer months because there's so much going on. And also we need in the next few months to do them because we're trying to sort out the SLA. Um, and that has taken us so long. I mean, we've been waiting since last December for the SLA to actually be produced. We've now got a meeting. It's actually not next week, Phil. It's two weeks' time. Sorry, yeah. Sorry, Caroline. So, the, the current SLAs were sent out to everybody in for the October meeting. You've had all of the information. Joe's provided masses of information. Yeah, but it wasn't the right information. And it all we, we got the latest draft at the, just before the last amenities meeting. So don't tell us that we've had it since December. Because we haven't. October, the the original SLAs were circulated. The original SLA was not fit for the purpose. And that's why it's taken so now. Yes. To try and, and get a draft that we can work with. Was for a working group to look at what you did want and combine them to make one SLA. I don't see well, why. That's what happened. But that, that working group, which was Joe and, and Helen, Took, uh, didn't convict, didn't report back until uh, three weeks ago. Right. Joe, did you want to say something? 
Uh, I, I think I've got nothing further to say on this, no. Right. Okay, then. So... Can I move that we approve that schedule of meetings, then? Mm. So is somebody going to propose it? Ryan, who's seconding it? I will. Those four acceptance. Thank you. Those against? Okay. Abstain. Uh, to approve the date and time of the annual town meeting. Yeah, okay. Joe, can I, just before we do this, can I just point out that on the um, council diary on the website, uh, Liz has put the, the six o'clock meeting on the 24th of May in as the annual town meeting rather than the annual council meeting. No, that is the annual town meeting and then we will have the annual council meeting and then we will have the ordinary meeting that would have taken place on that date. So we're having three meetings? Yeah. If that only shows two on the schedule. That was what we said in the tin church, Judith. I didn't think we were going to have the annual town meeting. It's a legal requirement. Right. Yep. We, we, have we to have normally it. have it on the same day as the first meeting of the council, though. We don't have it until after the new council has been put in. You know, we're going to have new councillors. I think we've got to have it on that date, haven't we, Joe? I believe Can't so. Move it. The, the annual council meeting, because that's where all the elections and committees are sorted, and then we have a normal meeting. We, we, we don't generally have the, uh, the town meeting on the same day. You can choose a different day to have the town meeting. Uh, I know it gets complicated, but the town meeting is not a council meeting. Yeah. Or the chair of the council calls the meeting. It has to be done by a certain date. Can't remember. Some is it a date in June, Donna? In the past, we've we've done them like um, on a on a Saturday, so more of the public could attend. We've tried it a few times like that, and um, we've done it in the. Did we do the pa parish hall? Yeah. 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 There because it was central for everybody mm. on a Saturday afternoon. Yeah, I just think it'll be a madness trying to have three meetings in one night. That's not a problem. Uh, we'll just need to arrange and book the date for that meeting and venue then. Yeah, and if possible, we'll do the, the town meeting after the 21st of June, then we're not restricted on numbers and social distancing. Right. I'll, double, I'll double check what the dates for that have to be. Yeah, yeah. Ryan? I can't remember the dates that Liz said, but she said there was quite strict conditions because it was an election year or something. That seems to have stuck that, in my head. That's yeah. just for our annual town meet, uh, council meeting because we'll have new councillors. Right, okay. They have to be within the 14 or 21 days of the election. Right, the elections on the 6th of May, weren't they? So, but they don't, they don't take up office until the 10th. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So they, they will sign their declarations on the 10th, will they? Or, or within, within 14 days of the 10th. Mm. But right. that's, a, that's the council meeting that has to happen, not okay. the town meeting. Okay. Can, I just say, I think, can we still have the 
town meeting in the parish hall because I think it's central and it and it, it probably attracts more people. The more likely to come. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Although the I mean the the tin church is quite a nice room, but I'm not on about the room really, Judith. I'm just on about the location. Right. Yeah. Joe. As long as we can book it for the date that uh, you agree on, no problem. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So we'll defer the deciding on the date until... Um, how are we going to decide? Until, we don't meet? No. Sorry? We don't meet again, so how are we going to decide a date? I don't know. We need to look it up. Um, if, if need be, we'll just have to call a, an emergency uh, meeting and with as long as we call it, just agree a date. I mean, Joe can circulate dates to us all. And, um, you know, we can if we can agree by email a date and then we just have to call an EGM uh, with, and be call it to, to vote on it if needs be. I don't know whether we do have to vote on it, do we, Joe? We do. Yes. Okay. Are we really? Are we expecting, in the middle of a pandemic, a lot of the town to be coming out for it? Because again, that's what we discussed when we looked at the hire of the tin church. Is that by then we would have the technology in place for people to join the town meeting via the proposed technology if required that was why liz suggested that we did all three on the one night in the one venue yeah yeah because of the technology ryan Jimmy. it was it wasn't just the technology but it well i, I suppose it was really in that we we would know by then that the the main street church was all set up with the technology and it would almost be a rehearsal ready for the council meeting to follow it straight after. And we would encourage the town where possible to join us for the town meeting via Zoom. Right, I see, yeah, I understand. That, that's what I led to believe by Liz. That that was why we, we said all three were going to be on the one night. Joe? I agree with Ryan. Phil, you were also at the meeting. Um, that that was why those dates have been set forward for those three meetings. I was struggling with my ears that day. Yeah, I don't recall us agreeing that all three meetings would be on the same day. That's what's confusing me. I mean, if it makes sense because of the technology set up and everything, then I can understand why it would be on the same day. Yeah. I'm just conscious of the fact that the... The town meeting really we can't just keep it as a very short meeting it's not our meeting we've got to give the community the chance to have their meeting and then we we go into our official business you know the our annual council meeting and then the proper council meeting which you know seems it's, it's going to be a very long night isn't it yes Indeed. So you have just agreed the schedule of meetings, which included the town meeting at 205F. 
Right. But it says to be confirmed, you see, on here. And then you've got the annual council meeting and the full council meeting at the same time. Well, how about if we agree it provisionally now, because you need a vote on it, uh, but then if we find out that we can hold the town meeting later, after the 21st of June, we defer yeah. until then, so that the yeah. community have a better option for the meeting. You call that works. Caroline. Can I make the point that very rarely do we get double figures of people turning up for the town meeting. The town meeting is normally more councillors than it is members of the public. And again, I don't even know who organises the agenda for the town meeting. Um, because again, I know in the past we've, in the neighbourhood plan, um, given a presentation, but it's always been very few people there. I mean, was there one last year? I well, because no, we were in lockdown, weren't we? Yeah, we didn't have one last year. Oh, hold on a minute. Do, do you not think there might be more people coming this year because of more interest in the council and, and everyone coming online and having more access to it that they might just turn up in person? It just seems a lot more interesting what we're doing, doesn't it? I'm really sorry, but I'm going to have to leave. I know I'm not a, a partition of this uh, committee, but thank you. It's been interesting, and I'll see you all again soon. Cheers, Bern. Thank you. What's on now, then? Um, the, uh, the Local Government Act says that the parish meeting shall assemble annually on some day between the 1st of March and the 1st of June. So we could do it before the 24th of May if we wanted to town, uh, the town meeting. And then it could just be a normal meeting like this. We can do it on Zoom. So we just move the town meeting to another date and just agree the date for the other two then? Yeah. And that works because we've got two, two meetings scheduled back to back. So we can use those and then do the, uh, the town meeting separately. Yeah. Except we've got to do it before. Yeah. Well, Doesn't it give us a lot of time? But I don't know whether we have to do the three days notice for a town meeting. Well, we've got a month. You need more notice. You need seven days notice for a town meeting. Oh, right. So if we're going to do it on Saturday sometime, we've got three Saturdays, three, four Saturdays to go at. All right, we're not going to get this weekend, but we've still got three left, haven't we? But one's a bank holiday, isn't it? Yeah. Does it matter? No, but I mean, there won't be as many people because it's half term. They'll all be going away and... Even better, there won't be many there. <laughs> 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 Sorry. Shouldn't mean that. We needed that kind of levity, Phil. Sorry. Um, I, I don't think there's a choice if we've got to have it by a certain date in... May? Well, there isn't. So you don't really have a choice to get up with it. I think we've got to call a meeting. Either, well, we've, we've got to do it. And if 
Well, it's not us calling the meeting, it's the town that are calling the meeting, it's the public. Well, how do we establish a date then if the public are doing it? Because the chair of the council calls it, but it's the uh, for the parish. Joe. Can we move on from this and I'll circulate some dates? Yeah, okay. Well, I, I think we need to make a decision because you're going away now on holiday. You won't be back till the 6th of May. That's another week gone. We've only got three weeks left in that in May. Um, we, we need to make a decision. We need the parish room to be booked because there could be stuff going on in the parish room because people are starting to open up. Absolutely. Well, we, I mean, we could use the tin church. It's more likely to be available in the parish hall. I don't even know if the parish hall's been opened up yet. Joe, apparently there's a member of the public that wants to be let into the meeting if you can, or is it too late? Oh, I, I, I guess I can. Not really. Um, hang on. Quite late to be coming to a meeting, but no, no, absolutely no problem. I can see Pauline Scott. He's wanted to be admitted to the meeting. Pauline has just messaged me on Facebook to ask if she can be let in. She apologised for being late. No problem. Can we continue? Yep. Okay, then. I, can we just say that it's the chair that calls the meeting and just leave it and just if the chair wants to pick a date? We need to get it done whenever it is. It's yeah. convenient for some and, and more convenient for others, but I, I'm happy to leave it to you, Chair. Okay. We don't need to vote on it then, Joe. I think we're all okay with it. Yeah. Okay. So you, the, the decision then is that you leave it to me to liaise with Joe to, to find a date and a venue. With Joe yeah. or with Liz, if you need to do it more urgently, yeah. yeah. okay, then I think just okay. Let's okay. get it done. Two oh six. Then we've already discussed this. Um, to agree a date for councillors, any councillors that want to, to visit the allotments. Caroline. I can confirm that uh, Kingsway allotments got their water supply on before Easter, so they're thrilled because they've now got water. Good. Um, and um, I have to say I go there quite regularly because I've got friends who've got allotments there. Um, but we normally don't go till July. Right. Okay. Well, I suggest then, Joe, we leave this until after we've got the new councillors in post. And then it might be that some of the newer councillors might like to go and visit the allotments. Can we also just make the reminder that the bills, the invoices need to be raised in May, please, for the allotments? Okay. Um, we're happy with that then? Sorry, can we, can we minute that, please, that the invoices need to be raised for the allotment holders? Yeah, I think, uh, did, we, did we not agree that at the last meeting, Joe? 
Uh, can I just note that this item is to agree a date for the inspection for allotment inspection, and we've agreed that uh, that will be confirmed after the elections on the 6th of May? Yeah, yeah. Thank you. Okay, thanks, Joe. Um, sorry, sorry, Chair, but I just want to remind the clerk that we don't want to be in the same situation we were last year, where the invoices weren't raised until February of this year that we need the invoices to the allotment holders raising in May. Yeah, I think it's, it's less of a problem this year because uh, our staff are back in the office um, for part of the week. So that, that will be in hand, won't it, Joe? Indeed, yes, thank you. Yeah. Okay, um, 207 Civic Regalia. Uh, some time ago, we, we had agreed uh, before the pandemic that there was some maintenance needed on the... Um, it's not the chairman's chain, it's the mayor's chain, isn't it? We were going to have it replicated and uh, the deputy chair chain was to be put on a velvet collar. We have already agreed this and I think there was money in the budget to do it. It's just that it hasn't happened. So this really is just a reminder to get that done. Have you got the chains, Joe? Uh, uh, I believe so. I believe so. Caroline, have you still got the mayor's chain or was that returned to the office? I'll need to collect, up to collect uh, check our lock jewels. Yeah, I returned it last year. Thank you. Okay. Um, okay, so, and I'll, I'll, um, I'll let Liz know the, the name of the lady who put the mayor's chain on the velvet collar. So we presume we just want her to do the same thing again. Yeah. Okay. Um, 208 then. Ryan, this was yours. Sorry, yeah. Just uh, getting the agenda back up. Uh, so 208, uh, A, part A isn't mine. Um, have, we, have we done A? Have I missed it? Yeah, we haven't done it. No. Part A isn't me. Right, okay. Well, just for us to note, oh, just to note we didn't elect a deputy mayor. Uh, yeah, it's just um, it's something um, obviously, I've not been count or I've not been on councils before that have both a mayor and the chair role. Um, I've never really understood why we have both. Um, and then I, I just think the process of it being in seniority rather than elected um, is a little bit, yeah, let's see. Dated. Um, we, we do give a thousand pound over into that mayor's role, and it just seems a bit suspect that we just give a thousand pound, no questions asked, and um, you know it just goes to the next person on the list. So I wanted to see if we can agree to maybe review the way we select the mayor. I think it was probably done that way as the fairest way. Um, Joe. Uh, the only point I want to make here is the £1,000 chair allowance is not handed over carte blanche to the, um, sorry, the uh, mayor. It's within the accounts. The, the mayor asks for money to be spent, for example, on uh, £30 for um, an over 700 person's birthday. But it's not handed over and gifted to the mayor. It's, I think in the past it's been used mainly for things like 
tickets to other mayoral events, but particularly for the junior mayors. You know, because if the mayor wants to take the junior mayor somewhere, we okay. can't expect their parents or the mayor, his or herself, to pay for that. The yeah. fund is there to buy those tickets. I, I did also feel that um, the mayor is a civic role, um, wholly a civic role, and we've not had any civic events yet. And it seems unfair that Councillor Ashton has been the mayor during the pandemic, but there's been no civic role attached to it. So I, I don't really feel that. Um, whether she wants to see it or not, I don't know. But uh, Councillor Ashton should have a full year as civic mayor if we're going to carry on in the in the line of seniority, because the, the role has only been a, a titular role or titular role. Um, it's not been a civic duty. There's been no civic duties in the last since she's been in post. Caroline, what's your view on that? I haven't actually got one at the moment. I need to have a think about it. I have actually done a couple of things. Um, recently, I did go to Chester Cathedral when Prince Philip died, so um, which was a very moving experience. And I have to say Cheshire West mobilized the service extremely quickly. It was, um, I was very impressed. Um, and I have attended a couple of virtual afternoon teas, which have been very pleasant. Um, and I've done Remembrance Sunday, so I have contributed where I could. Um, but um, I, will go, I will go with whatever my fellow councillors believe is the right thing to do for Frodsham Town Council. I think, I mean, one of the reasons that the roles were split, and this is before my time, I think this is Andrew Dawson and, and Lynn Riley, that there are people who might want to be mayor but don't want to be chair and vice versa, or people that have got a fairly busy life and don't feel they can do both at once. That's why it was split. Um, you know, I mean, it, the chair obviously is elected every year, but the mayor with the seniority, it, it would be up to um, the, the chair, whoever's elected chair, if they wanted to be mayor or not, or if they wanted to defer it. It just seemed that being mayor, because it isn't, as you say, it's entirely civic role, not a council role, that it gives every councillor an opportunity to be mayor if they want to be, and not everybody does. Caroline. Having said that, if the chair isn't available, the mayor takes the chair's role. So there are situations where the, the mayor does step in. Yeah, that's right. The mayor is automatically deputy chair. So is the key is the key sorry, is the key question here whether we go on seniority or whether we elect uh, a mayor? Is that the key question? Yeah. yeah. And, uh, and are we making our mind on that today? Are we going to say yes or no to either well, alternative? I don't think we can because I think it has to be a full council decision because it affects every councillor. This isn't really council business. It's uh, civic business. We we would agree and then present to full councillor assuming it was agreed at PPNR or we voted on at PPNR one way or the other and what we do. We could put a recommendation to full council. 
but the problem is that this isn't going to be discussed at full council until after the, the next elections. Because it'll happen after the first meeting of the council year. Yeah. The, the, so it has to be for next year. Yeah, and that's where I was saying that I, I would like uh, Councillor Ashton uh, to have her full year uh, carrying out all of the civic duties if she if she wished to accept it. And then, um, and then look, well, if we do change it, I would propose to elect Councillor Ashton anyway. So, um, yeah, so we have a full civic year. Right. But what, and what about the deputy mayor? I didn't even know no. we want to be on it. Well, I, I well it's same. continuity, isn't it? That the deputy mayor serves, does it a year, full year as a deputy and then steps up. So it just yeah. gets a bit complicated. Yeah. If you, no, it's not. We just elect both each year. Simple as that. Well, if we're electing, we don't need a deputy mayor because when the mayor role becomes vacant, we would elect a new mayor. So the deputy mayor role becomes defunct. But the deputy mayor steps in when the mayor can't attend. He's a deputy yeah. mayor, which can be done to chairman of the council. Yeah, it just seems we've got a chairman, a deputy chair. Uh, sorry, a chairman, a mayor, and a deputy mayor. Just yeah. Just seems a bit top-heavy. It does, doesn't it? But it doesn't cost the council anything, and it doesn't interfere with council business. You know, you just make the decision, and seniority takes away all the any sort of animosity or anything. It's out of our hands if it's just done on seniority. Because it doesn't affect council business in any way. Well, it does because I mean, we we had the situation like a couple of weeks ago where, um, you know, Prince Philip died and we had to do something, and there was I took the lead in the end mm. um, because there was nobody around. I, in fact, Liz helped me that weekend, mm. but I felt very alone doing nothing. You know, in what was meant to be an informal role taking the lead on putting other councils were putting stuff on to their websites. Um, Cheshire West were contacting me um, and I could have done with some help. Um, fortunately, Liz stepped into the breach and, and, and assisted. Now, you know, we're going to have probably other situations where we've got members of the Royal family who might pass away because they're getting elderly and it, there are times when you need the support as a mayor of your town clerk and your chair. Yeah, I think it, it's unfortunate that we, we're still in the pandemic. All the, all, because all the plans were there in place for, certainly for... Uh, I didn't know about them. But we've discussed them, haven't we, Joe? They've been discussed at PPR. <laughs> We have discussed them and a condolence book had been um, purchased in advance of even knowing that there might be any death. Mm. But it wasn't, they didn't want written condolence books. This was the thing. I mean, there were, it was protocol put out by Buckingham Palace and it, it wasn't that, it was what we needed to put on our website and we needed to put something on. I mean, as I say, but let's not go back there because yeah. Liz sorted it between us, we, we, we sorted that. And we sorted the communication with Cheshire West um, and 
took advice from them. So um, we, we resolved the issue. Yeah. And I have to say, Councillor um, Ryan, Ryan was very good as well and gave me some, some um, lead on, on what needed to be done. Um, so, um, but you know, there are, it does, there is a crossover and that's why the chair and the mayor would be a good role because that's where you, you know, you know what's going on to, to have the isolation of just being a civic role is, is no continuity really. Joe, you wanted to say something? No, I have nothing further to say. Okay. Can we vote on it then, and whether we make the recommendation for council? Well, I don't know whether we need to even vote on it, Ryan. We just put it, put the same proposal to full council. Okay. Fair enough. Okay. Right. Let's get on. Um. Can I just mention, because uh, the last item with the junior mayors, Joe, we, we do, we elect the junior mayors if we're going to do it anymore at the start of the autumn term. So we wouldn't approach the school until uh, September when the schools were going back. We don't, so, you know, they run. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Okay. Do we know which school it is this year? Um, it says, um, it's the Overton School, I think, has got on the agenda. Yeah. Well, I thought it was the Overton School last time. Fortune series was on the agenda. I think um, when Mally was mayor, he had the two children from Overton School. Um, we've had Weaver Vale. We've had... Oh. I don't know whether we've had anybody from St Luke's. Yeah, we've had St Luke's. Um, I'd have to need to work it out. But it, it it could well be that um, we're going back to Overton, Joe. Um, yeah, I asked Liz to look at this, and she said Fortune CV. That's Overton, yeah. Right. Which probably would be right, I think, because Mally was mayor in sixteen seventeen. Yeah, it's well, I don't know, because one school's missed out, haven't I? Because we haven't got junior mayors at the moment. We uh, we can work it out anyway, Joe. But we, we don't need to, to do that until uh, September. <coughs> no. Right, 209 staffing. Uh, to note and approve the staff handbook, which has been updated in line with current employment law. Joe? Mm -hmm. Say here that that's being updated under the contract we have with Ellis Whitton as HR consultants. Yeah. Yeah, I, I thought it looked all right. I've read through it. Anybody got any comments on it? No. No. It's not uh, not a lot different, I don't think, is it, Joe? From what we've got. Um, oh, it, it just in, uh, updates in line with current legislation. Yeah. Okay. Um, and then the approved standard contracts for future employees. Everybody happy with those, Joe? Again, these have just been updated by Ellis Whitton. Yeah. It looks okay to me. Is everybody else happy with them? And see to note that Town Clark's appraisal 
has been completed by Helen and myself. And uh, as the recommendation for Joe to do a time management course and to receive one incremental spine point in accordance with current employment contract. Have you managed to find yourself a time management course, Joe? I haven't looked at the moment, but what I have um, looked at and discussed with Helen um, is that one of my issues is that my email is constantly on. So I'm constantly stopping a task to go back to something to answer an email. Ryan. I, I just made a joke that you haven't had time to do it. But... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 What you have to do is make sure that your email doesn't ping every time an email comes in so you're not tempted to look at it. <laughs> I think well, that's one of the issues. I've got an email alert on which I'm going to switch off. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So moving on then to 10 over 70s. Good report from um, Liz. It's a shame we were quite uh, underspent on this, really, this year, weren't we? Yes. I do think it was related to the COVID situation, the lack of take-up? Um, that might be more to do with the lack of people um, spending them. I think it's, it's quite concerning that last year... Um, a lot of our older residents used the pre-printed application form in Frodham Life, and we didn't yes. have that this year. So, forty-two percent used the Frodham Life application form, which we didn't have this year. So, I think that's that's a shame. But uh, I mean, apart from that, I think it it went well. It's just Shame that we didn't spend all of the money. Do, do we want to agree to do anything with the, the vouchers that haven't been redeemed? I thought it was very interesting to see the age distribution and the wards where they were the vouchers were used or claimed. Thought that made it in, interesting reading. Yeah. I thought it was very good that the volunteers uh, went out and did all that distribution. And um, I think it was great what they did. Mm. Um, Can I just point out that all the, we, when we extended the deadline, all the late ones that went out, I delivered all of those, not open hands. But there were only 40 of those or so, Judith. We but did they were all over. Oh, yeah, but they were all over Frodham. <laughs> I found places in Frodham that I'd never seen before. We would have done them had we, had we been given the opportunity to have them. Right. Okay, so do we want to consider doing anything about the ones that weren't redeemed? I'm trying to find out where it said how many there were. In what way? What are you suggesting? Well, if people haven't spent the vouchers yet, do we want to sort of like an amnesty and say that we'll reimburse them or do you just want to draw a line under it now and leave it at that? I think we just draw a line under it and leave it. Yeah, okay. Um, I think we for, for next year, we do have to think about 
how we get that information out to people if we hadn't got the opportunity of printing a voucher somewhere or maybe make, make them available in more places. Okay. I think, Judith, it's just a thought, but maybe we should say that if a business is going to accept the vouchers as a way of driving their sales, they should also be willing to host that they give out the vouchers as well, in, the, in that you can go and pick up the vouchers from the Queen's Head or from Cowards or from wherever, um, and then anywhere that is nominated to accept vouchers must also be a point where you can go and get the forms to redeem the vouchers. Forms, yeah. 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 I mean, we, we were very limited because most of the places where we do have the forms weren't open, you know, yeah, exactly, yeah. centres and what have you. Bill? Yeah, I just think Brian's idea is a very good one. It's It's... There, there is an interest in, in businesses to do exactly that, I think. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And I think word of mouth as well, because, you know, I encouraged people that I knew who were eligible. I, I mean, I even gave them the forms to try and assist with the over 70s people, in, particularly in Overton and Five Crosses. Peter? Hmm? Who's there? I don't know where that was coming from. Um, okay. So I, think, I think all councillors should be encouraged to uh, know where, where their over 70s people are and should encourage, you know, if necessary, go and deliver them a form because that's what I did. I, these days I have great difficulty in working out or judging somebody's age. So, you know, <laughs> I wouldn't want to go to somebody here who was under 70 and offer them a form. Or just just mentioning it in passing. Saying, maybe, yeah, you know, maybe, maybe what we could do is um, if Liz could produce a list of addresses without names, just addresses, and then we could drop the application forms through the letterboxes. How can she, but she can't because she's not allowed, you're not allowed to do it on data. She'd have to have date of birth. No, well, I'm just saying, no, people that we've delivered to this year, given them to this year, just their addresses. Otherwise, how do we know where these people are? Joe? Yeah. Note the report and move on to 211. Yeah, okay. Well, yeah, we'll, uh, we'll have to think about that. If we start early enough for this year, we'll get it right, won't we? 211 grants to agree the grant paperwork and timetable. Um, I've just got a couple of comments on this, Joe. Uh, on the second page, this is the, the scheme itself, um, the very last bullet point where it says uh, they can't have it if it, they've had a grant within the past two years. I think we should make that council years. But, you know, because we, we fell foul of that because we moved the dates this time round. Yeah. Um, the other thing, um, when we're looking at uh, community groups that apply for grants, we had a bit of um, difficulty with the scouts um, because the year before we'd done a, a grant for one of the scout groups, I think the Kingsley one, but then we had an application in last time for Mersey Weaver Scouts to cover a lot of groups over a big area. 
I think we, we should make it clear that if it's, you know, just one, what are they called, packs, groups of scouts, they, they're not covered by it. If, it's, if another group of scouts have applied, it doesn't automatically eliminate the others, the other group. Yeah. Yeah, you understand what I mean, don't you, Phil? Yeah, yeah. I think we've got uh, half a dozen scout groups. But it's the same with the guides and the brownies. Yeah, yeah if a particular pack of brownies or a pack yeah. of guides have applied, um, they cannot reapply. Yeah, I mean, as it as it was, we turned down the Mersey Weavers. I think the Mersey Weaver so one was particularly a bad example because it turned out that a lot of their members come from Holton. Yeah. Well where the deliberation came in. Yeah, we want to limit it to the scout and girl guides and brownies in the Frodsham area. Yeah. So that's why we um, yeah. just find a, a form of words for that, Joe, or ask Liz to I presume Liz has done this, has she? Yes. Yeah. No, sorry, no, Liz hasn't done the grants report. No. Oh, right, okay. Um well, tell you what, I'll have a think about it and come up with some words, circulate while you're off, and I'll circulate it round and uh, give everybody a chance to tweak it if they want to, and then it can go in. That's all I've got on the grants one. Anybody else got any? I, I, I think the point needs to be made. Well, last year, we because we didn't award up to the budget, people were sort of throwing things into the arena. I think we've got to be very mindful of how much we've got in the budget. Yeah. <coughs> and that if we don't award it, we don't award it. Yeah, that's yeah. fine. Yeah, and I think just to confirm something that Mr. Parkin said, um, it was uh, Mally Poulton that suggested doing something different with the leftover money. Um, and I think, I think Mally did, say that it was his idea um but as it happened it didn't happen so no harm done other than uh, arguing okay so that we're happy with the grant scheme then subject to those amendments yep um joe do you need us to vote on that uh it's more the timetable we're needing to understand. That's what I was understanding. Timetable. Yes, that was for um, grants to be paid out in December. Um, what was it? What was the deadline, Joe, for applications? This year it was the twenty seventh of November, and it was extended. Actually, well, I think it was October, and it was extended because we linked it to the beginning of the school year. Well, then, because of COVID, we yeah. moved it back. So we were thinking that when schools, etc., all got together beginning of September, they'd then have till the end of September to formulate the bids. We'd get them by the end of October and then review them in November and issue the money in December. Yeah. It's my recollection, which might be... But it got a bit out of, out of kilter because of the COVID stuff. Yeah, and I, and I think we need to be very mindful of when these grants are going to be awarded because I have to say I had several emails saying that people hadn't received the monies. Yeah, I think that was the problem with um, bank payments, wasn't it? Bank details. So we, as long as that is very clear on the form, Joe, that they must provide us with 
uh, bank account detail so that the money can be paid. Absolutely, thank you. Yeah. Okay. Can we move on then to the cemetery? No, thank you. <laughs> Not yet. <laughs> right, the cemetery report then. <laughs> uh, right, Joe, over to you. Oh, really, it's just to note that the benches at the cemetery, especially the ones uh, under the hedge on the right-hand side as you're looking down the uh, pitch, are in a really, really poor state of repair. Um, when we had that meeting, uh, Councillor Critchley, Donna and Judith attended, we did have a look at the benches. They're very green. They do have plaques on them. Um, but I, you know, even as a very small person, I wouldn't really want to sit on one of those benches. They really are in a poor state of repair. So that's something that needs to be looked at. I don't know what the action to be taken would be other than to take, fill your bench group forward and look at replacing those benches. Yeah, there's that. There's also the funding we got the, what was it, the grant money we got back? Uh, we, we're in the position now where we've nearly identified the, the benches we want to use. So that's... We have the community infrastructure money levy, which could be spent on yeah. these benches, yeah. We yeah. could use some of that. Um, Ryan? How do we go about replacing a bench that has a plaque in memorial of someone on it? Does the, does the plaque just go onto the new bench or...? I, th I think really that's all we can do. Yeah. Um, it, I think those most of those four benches down that that side um, were all put near to the the graves of the people that they're um, mem memorialising. The plaques, yeah. So they probably have to put the benches back in those places. But yes, we could just transfer um, yeah. the the memorial plaque. Um, depends on what sort of bench really that we're going to replace them with. Well, we can, we can we'll explore that next this next week in the uh, the bench group and come back with some recommendations. Yeah, I think um, there's some work. Um, Caroline's actually identified um, the ones I think we'll probably go with. So anyway, we'll report back on that soon. Yeah, yeah. There was another bench that we didn't look so closely at that one, did we, Joe? The one up um, in the central part. There's a, there are two benches in the central part. One of them is missing because I had to ask Northwich Town Council to remove it because it was so rotten. And there are a couple of bench fixings that sit up in the concrete that I'm in the process of getting removed. Right, okay. Thanks, there are also um, two benches on the, the way up to the memorial, where the memorial path is going to be. There's, I think there's two on the left-hand side towards the top. They're rotten. They need replacing as well. They're not too bad, Phil. I walked up there this morning because they're metal. One was absolutely falling to pieces. But they are metal, so um, they've got a lot of dirt, bird poo on them and what have you. All um, right, well, just a thought. Well, we may need to go and have we, a look we, at them. We need, to, we need to replace them all. Yeah. I think the, the problem is that people put benches under trees thinking they're providing a nice level of shade but they end up just getting covered in bird droppings mm -hmm. so okay. well, the material that we're going to be hopefully going with is is a far more robust it's not metal yeah. it's not wood 
So um, they're far more robust. Is it like the ones that are on Townfield Lane, Bradley Lane? They're the ones that are like on New Brighton Pier, um, on New Brighton Prom. Okay. Okay, Joe, did you want to say something? Yeah. Uh, just to say, we're talking about the uh, benches in the cemetery, and Phil's going to take that forward. Okay. Yeah. But Phil, can I just remind you that um, when we had a separate cemetery committee, we did have requests from two uh, people who wanted benches in the cemetery for their, to, to commemorate their loved ones, and we, they were put on hold. Um, I don't know whether uh, you've been given a note of their names or not. Yeah, we've, we've got uh, two requests that I'm aware of. Um, we'll be contact, hoping to make contact with them as soon as right. possible. Okay, thanks. Right, next item. Um, <laughs> we opened up the rooms in the uh, cemetery building <laughs> and we, they're in a bit of a state. They need clearing out and we've got a, an infestation there. So... Um, the, the, the infestation, it's got to be rats. The drop-ins were enormous. They are rats, not just mice. Well, it's probably mice as well. The rats have probably eaten them. Have you not got Cheshire West in yet? They will come out and deal with them. Yeah, it, well, it's on the agenda. Joe is um, getting the, the pest control officer in. But the buildings really need clear, clearing out. There's so much stuff in there. Joe? I was just going to say I've contacted Cheshire West and Chester, but at the moment they've got uh, very few pest control officers and the only option I've got is to leave a message, so I've left a message for them to contact me. Thanks Jo. Um, and do we want to organise a, a clear out of junk? Jo? Again, I know um, Judith and Donna, when we went in there, you said we could clean this out between us. I'm not prepared to go into that infested building no. and remove stuff. Yeah. Okay. So we need to get somebody in to do it for us. The things that the rats have chewed through. And things that goodness knows why we were ever keeping. There's a microwave on the floor covered in, in rat droppings. I'm just wondering if once the pest control has been in maybe a group of volunteers could help with so okay just saw that joke insurance yeah zip yeah yeah we need some someone to come in and, and clear it out um okay joe can i just ask if i don't get a response from cheshire western chester i'd really like to get on top of this as soon as possible could i get rent to kill out yeah uh, I would. Sorry. I, I would, and they'll give you regular visits, regular updates, and you know, you'll know when the infestation is clear as well, and it's all done humanely and properly. And um, I, I would, I would get a proper contractor out and do it, and then maybe, then maybe sign up to um one or two annual visits to keep on top of it as well, so that there's a bait points in there that will will stop any future infestation in that. Joe? Do you want me to get three quotes for that or can I just um, go to rent a kill and say, come out and do it? There is a company in Helsby called Eek who will come out. 
Okay, that, that's brilliant, Caroline. Could you provide those details to... Well, just Google it. It's E double E K. It's going to be on annual leave for tomorrow. Go. I'm happy to do this. I'm happy to do this next week while you're away. Just get some companies and, and talk to them. Thank you. And ask for quotes. Okay. Um, where are we now? Two on three. Clark's report. Anything else for us, Joe? Just go back to 212C and the request for information from evaluation office agency. This, this is just a, a routine thing and uh, we are looking at the information to provide. Right. Okay. As, as um, burial officer, if you like. Yeah. Everyone have Sorry, what item was that? C. 212C. We currently pay rates on the uh, cemetery building. We, we do, we do. What they're looking for is they, they want a square metre area of the building and the grounds. Yeah, okay. So, 213, Joe? Anything else? I've, I've got no further report. Okay, date of the next meeting is. It's, it's on that meeting schedule. Yeah. Um, Bear with me. 28th of June. Yes. Okay. So, are we ready now to move into part B? Yes, I'm going to stop recording and ask members of, uh, members of the public if they can leave the meeting. So at this point, I'm removing uh, a member of the public from the meeting. You all happy with that? Yeah. Yes. Right. Okay, now you're going to stop the recording now, Joe. I will just stop the recording. And then, if you, can you just bear with me a second? Because I need to take a really quick comfort break. Yep, sure. <laughs> 